Rainbow readers, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Your Rainbow Reads podcast. We're so happy that you're tuning in again to this fresh episode. And we're so happy to see each other. It's been so long. Yes, we took a little break. We've put out a couple of mini-sodes and we've put out some re-releases. We're just really happy to be back in the swing of things today. Yeah, we're get, we're getting back on the road. Oh, 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 I love it. Do you see what we I did there? That we're so refreshed because Suze is nailing it right now. <laughs> This episode, friends, is about road tripping, which we love. We love. We love. I love a good road trip. I like, above everything, snacks. And it's like a requirement that you get a fuck ton of snacks when you're on a road trip. I agree. It's I feel a law like or something. should stop and procure the snacks while you're road tripping, you know, not prior. Yeah. And- Just pick out whatever looks good and just take it with you and share it with your friends. Yes. So when you road trip, are you the kind of person that is like, we have to get there with as few stops as possible? Or are you like easy breezy? Let's just, if you have to piss or whatever, you can just do it. I'm great with stops. In fact, I think it's a smart thing to do to plan stops. You know, a lot of times, like there's actually this app. It's like the road, I don't know, might be road tripping or something like that, where you can plot your little course and then it'll tell you interesting stops along the way. I love that because I don't like to road trip with people when they are like real weird about stopping. Yeah, you know, that's that's like a, a childhood thing. Maybe I don't know about how it was at your house, but with my family, it was like, get up early, get in the back seat of the car at 5 a.m. and lay down next to your sister. And then we're not going to stop until we get to the Florida line. Right. Like, and that's, wow. I mean, that from where I lived, that was like four hours. So there was some intensity involved in the road trip. And then it you kind of thought you didn't like it. But yeah. then one time, um, think it was I think I was in grad school that a a friend of mine and I we drove from Louisiana to California you did do that that was an intense road trip but it you know it it was a like you're talking about a little bit more of a casual type situation it was fun I have a story to tell you that I haven't told you because this just happened recently is it about a road trip it is would you like to share it with our listeners I would. Okay, guys. So I'm not going to call out my friend's name who we were with, but Ren and I were with a couple friend of ours and we were coming back from the lake and my friend and I were sitting in the back seat um, and my friend lives on a farm, an actual farm with all kinds of animals, like deep in the woods too. And I look into the vent that is directly in front of me. So like a literal arm's length away. And I'm like, what is that? Um, there was a snake coming out of the vent. This is my deepest fear of a snake in a car. It was literally, it was literally coming out. And so my friend, again, I'm not going to name any names, but you know who you are. You know who you are. And this is terrible. She starts nightmares. She starts screaming like so fucking loud. Oh, 
<gasps> I mean, she is losing her fucking shit. I'm as calm as a cucumber because I'm not scared of snakes. And the child locks, even after we pulled over, were on our doors. And I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. Finally, Ren comes in clutch and undoes the child locks on, I mean, it's a very nice car with a lot of, um, a, like, electrical shit that we don't know anything about. So he finally figures out how to get the child locks off. Girls jumps out of this car while her husband and Ren wrangle this snake out of the, um, the vents. I can't. But I just want you to know, I remain so fucking calm. Ugh. Calm. But that is my road trip story, and that just happened um within the last month or so. That's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm gonna have a bad dream about this now. It was just a, you know, it was like a foot long, but it was like a little baby snake, and it wasn't harmful. It was not venomous. Well, and its face was very cute. Okay, now that's enough <laughs> with the cute faces on the snake. But I'm like, oh my god. Everyone is, she is freaking her fucking shit out over this snake. And, mm. um, we got it all. Everything's good now. Everything's fine. There's no snakes in the car. Are you sure? Um, yes, but our, one of our other friends who was like, kind of like you, terrified of snakes. Don't tell me there was another snake. No, she refuses to ride in that car ever again. Oh, clearly. Yeah. That is obvious. I she had a said, friend once that had a snake under their dishwasher, and I never went back to their home. Do you remember when we had Spike? We used to have the sweetest um, bearded dragon. And when we first got Spike and I had her in her cage, you actually wouldn't come in because you thought I was fucking with you. And it was actually a snake when really it was Spike. It was not a snake. It wasn't a snake. It was a beard dragon. Spike was you, you said, may she rest in peace. You said that looks too much like a snake um, enclosure. And you were afraid. I was like, I wouldn't do that to you. The rocks and that little tail. I got used to it though. Also, remember that time we went hiking and that rattler was across the thing and Ren had to sling it down the mountain? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of snake stories we've had together. There are a lot of snakes in the wild. And you don't like snakes. I know. I go out there all the time. It's like, I was just telling someone earlier today, it's like exposure therapy for me. I have to go out there and encounter the snakes all the time. Yeah. And you really hate them. I hate it. But I, I'm trying to be better. But if it came crawling out the vents, I don't know what I would do. I would try not to write the car, but God. Oh my well, we were, we were in the passenger seats. This was in the back seat. So that's good. Yeah, but I I am afraid legitimately though if that ever happened to her while she was driving that she would she would wreck the car. Yeah, I don't know if a snake started crawling out, I couldn't yeah. be responsible for my actions at that point. <laughs> so yeah, that's my road trip story. There you go. Snake, not snakes on a plane. Snakes in a Tesla. Now that some of us have been entertained and some have been traumatized, <laughs> I'm sorry. Which but it's a good story. <laughs> Which which of our fine stories do we want to start with? Which pick your poison? What do you like today? Um, let's start with the fun one since we just fucked everyone up and gave them nightmares. Let's do. Let's do. We have a variety. We have two different road trip stories that we're going to feature for you today, and one of them is a little more like campy and funny than the other one. 
But I want to say these are both, they could be titled like a series of unfortunate events. They really are. Both yeah. of these characters are kind of long suffering, which, you know, I appreciate. I like a good story where someone just tortures the main character until they really yeah, are on sure. the brink of exhaustion. Well, that's so your favorite about, thing. Yeah, it really is. So we're talking about Killing Me, right? Killing Me. And her name, the author's name is Michelle Gagnon. All right, Michelle Gagnon. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed this road trip story. This road trip story starts out, I forget where this character starts out. Do you remember? I don't remember, but I remember where they wind up. Where they wind up is a city that I always pretend like I hate, but I actually love. Las Vegas. Las Vegas, baby. I love Vegas. When we were in Vegas that one time, many, many years ago, it was hot as fuck. Yeah, it gets really hot there because it's in the desert. Yeah, but this story <laughs> is a campy um, serial killer The story. twist on this story is the serial killer aspect of it. And that really does keep the story moving along. It keeps the intrigue. It keeps a lot of questions. You know, there's a lot of suspense involved in this story. The characters are super, super entertaining. And also both of the, this, this episode also could have been called Found Family. Oh, true. Because both of these have the found family aspect to them, which I think is another reason I loved both of them so very, very much. Yes. But this one had just, actually both of them had just the best, like, supporting characters. Yeah. That were so much fun and so interesting and actually fairly well fleshed out i thought first i thought so too yeah this one had supporting characters that are a little grungy you know kind of yeah. smart this it was a lot of gray areas here you know lines are crossed it was a really fun story our main character is a lesbian who is down on her luck she's, down, say- on her, she's down on her luck and then things get worse I mean, it starts out, we're not giving anything away because it starts out and she's been captured by a serial killer. What an unfortunate time. That's the very beginning of the book. That's not a spoiler, friends. That's that's right at the very beginning. And so that is unfortunate. But the story goes on from there and then she ends up on a road trip and she winds up, like we said, in Vegas. And meets a bunch of people. And it's just a very fun, kind of campy twist on the serial killer, like thriller genre. I yeah. She kind of she she gathers a crew and takes on the takes on the misfortune that she's received. It's a it's a feel-good story. It's a lot of fun. It was. And I also thought I liked it too because I don't feel like this book took itself too fucking seriously. It did not. It was very and good. That's really refreshing because I read a lot of serial killer books. I love serial killer books so much. I know that's fucked up, but it's true. And, you know, they can be very heavy, obviously. The material is very bad. This was somehow funny and, and like, very entertaining, not just about the serial killer part. Like, the main character was very, very funny. Yes. Like, she was almost amused by her shitty circumstances. Yes. Like, what the she, fuck? She had had a life of misfortune. So she had learned to find some humor in these circumstances. 
Yeah, and it was just like, to me, if you're into the serial killer genre and you want something a little bit different, not the same as what you normally find, to me, this is the perfect summer book if that's your if you like thrillers because it's fun and it's not too serious but it's also entertaining enough that you want to keep reading what's going to happen yeah to this it's a classic world. road trip book but it has flashbacks it has um characters that are constantly changing location these are the things that i like about these road trip books that we're on the move yes it's so good and it i thought it had a great ending, like it wasn't an unexpected for me also. Yeah. Um, not just like tied up with this neat little bow. I thought mm -hmm. and I thought actually the twist. Oh yeah. I thought, okay, I see this twist coming, but then you didn't see it coming. You did not. And she almost got me. She almost she got almost me. got me too. She almost, she almost got, got, me. got me too, girl. Yep. And I was like, you're good. Okay. Yeah. You're well good. done. Well played. Yep. It was really, it was really well played. And if, so if you're looking for just something like fun for the summer, I mean, I would even hesitate to say this is a fun thing to even take on like a trip or something like oh, yeah. that. If you don't want something like overly serious or whatever, this is a perfect, a perfect one for that. Yeah, if you're headed out on vacation, especially if you're going to Vegas. Hell, if you're going to Vegas, take this book with you. It'd be a whole Yes, lot that's perfect. Well, what did you rate Killing Me? Killing Me? I'm going to give four and a half stars. Whoa. Yeah, I really enjoyed Killing Me. That's awesome. That's all. I gave it five stars because I just, I loved it. I thought it was super unique take on the the whole genre. And I, I think I read it in like one day. It was really, really I very much enjoyed it. And Pride Flags. Pride Flags, we're going to give it, what, four or five? Pride Flags. Four point five. Say, I'm going to stick would, with it. Four point five. Okay. I would say five because it was, like, full of representation. There's bisexual representation. Also, there was um, sex workers in this book. Yep. And I actually thought the way that they portrayed the sex worker industry was very interesting and um more progressive yeah I, I thought that was solid representation as well um and it was it was really good i can't think if there was anything else but what about the chili can you remember the chili yes there were maybe like three one or two okay she says one or two i say three you know how we okay do. yeah <laughs> that's that's that tracks it's mild to medium, depending on perspective. Yeah, I mean, I would I would say that if... I mean, it definitely had spice in it. I'll give you Nothing that. in this is going to make anyone blush or like, you know. No. Yeah. No, but it was... I thought this was an awesome, awesome, fun book. And I'm, I had it as an arc. So thank you for that. I loved it. And I hope that this author writes some more kind of similar type books. Because I thought it was fun. It definitely, I think, could go that way. It lends itself to a sequel, quite honestly. It sure does. I mean, if someone wanted great. to keep tracking down serial killers, I would keep reading about it. Uh, same girl, same. And also, this was very much like the girl power thing, too. For sure. Yeah, which, you know, we're always here for. Here for it. I'll show up for that every day. Hello, Rainbow Readers. We have some super exciting news. 
We have our first sponsor here on your Rainbow Reads. Yay. It's a great trans-owned company called Homebody MN, and they are a book box subscription company that sends you a curated box of used books every quarter. You just go on their website and fill out their form with your likes and dislikes. You can even link your Goodreads page to it so they know what you've read already, and they will put a box together just for you with an emphasis on minority authors. So cool. So that's awesome. They also sell the best-selling 100% soy wax candles with the most clever names. We even got some. And what we have in here is a Let's Try a Matriarchy. So cool cute. It's so cute. And we have a special coupon code for our listeners to get what? They get 25% off their first box and just go on the website and type in Rainbow 25. Yeah, it's the website is www.homebodymn, as in Minnesota.com. And let's go support this great trans owned company. Go get a box. Every day. So, what's our next book that we have lined up? Okay, our next book is called The People We keep and this is a bit of a backlist title because this is from 2021 and the author is Allison Larkin and I gotta say this is probably one of my favorite books maybe ever um it was definitely I read it at the at right after it came out sometime in 2021 and it was on my top 10 list that year for sure and I have not been able to stop thinking of it since then I loved I it. See so why it's on your top 10 list. Very much found family in this book. Yes. It was everything I love about the found family trope. Like every single, it hits all the right notes with that. Mm-hmm. And I will remember so long ago, you and I were talking about a book and I can't remember what it was. I think it was a prayer for Owen Meany or something it, like that. It's reminiscent of, of that type of story. Yeah. But you told me when I was like, what's this fucking book about anyways? And you were like, I don't know what to tell you other than it's just a really good story. Yes. And when I, you asked me the same thing about this book, that was exactly what I said. I was like, I don't even know what to tell you it's about other than it's just like, a really beautiful story it is it's a really like, beautiful. it's not one of these books that you're gonna want to just like breeze through and chomp 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 like to me this was a book that you really want to take your time with and absorb because it was just a really beautiful tale yeah it the characters in this book are super compelling um and this book is about the best kind of found family which is a found queer family yes i love it so much for that reason so the book starts out this is this is a tragic tale for the most part you know it, we're, not I mean, gonna, we're not going to come into this book expecting happiness and sunshine there are a few rainbows but you have to work for them it is a tough it's a tough story has a tough time yeah and i mean it is definitely even from the very beginning kind of gut-wrenching her the main character's life 
Um, this book is set in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Which love, love this time period. Love the setting. This was like my our glory days, honestly. Um, really awesome time period. And interesting because there's not like a ton of books, at least that I remember, that are set like, quote, historical fiction. And I say that with a big fuck you to people who say that's historical fiction. I mean, it was 40 years ago or 30 years ago or whatever. So, yeah, okay. Well, you know, that's that's history by now, my friend. I know it has definitely been a long time, but this main character, she's having a rough go of it as well. She has, she has some crap old parents and she's in this little small town where people just kind of, you know, turn their head to her misfortune. And so she hits the road, Jack. She heads to, um, I think she stops in, she ends up in Ithaca, New York, which I was so happy to read about Ithaca. I went to college with someone who went to Ithaca College and really, really loved Ithaca and told me about Ithaca. So it was so nice to read. This was kind of a a little bit of a love letter to that city, I think. Yeah, I thought it was a a love letter to like a lot of the cities because it wasn't just I mean, basically, the main character went on, like, a road trip, road trip. She was all around. She ended up in Florida. She yep. went up and down the East Coast. Yeah, she it was-, was great. And in each place, she, you know, met different people and kind of bonded with all these people. And really, this is how she ended up creating a family for herself when her family was fucking shitty. Yeah. Um. And that's what was so beautiful because it's it's really something for all of us, but especially our um, queer babies, queer people in general is like so many of them get shunned and like kicked out of their own families and they're not loved appropriately and properly by their families. You can just make the family that you want. That's right. And it doesn't invalidate the pain of like not having a family but it certainly, to me, is a beautiful thing to, cre- you know, create one of your own that, you know, loves you and will show up for you and be there for you no matter what. Yeah. And if you struggle with those concepts, you should read this book because this character overcomes a lot of mistrust, you know, associated with the trauma and tragedy of her past. It's hard for her to trust people. Uh, she kind of keeps getting kicked when she's down, sort of. So, for her to overcome all of that and and blend in with this family is a beautiful story. It is. And also there's like a deep theme of, of music running throughout the whole um, book that music factors heavily into this, which I really loved. And I don't know, it just, it was just a really good story. And it's one that you are going to want to like kind of take your time with and Think your teeth into a bit and not rush through. I wouldn't say it's like the most cheerful story ever, but it it was beautifully written also. Yeah. Everything's okay in the end, but you know, it's not it's not a nice little bow. It's it's definitely true to life that there's some there's some carnage here. <laughs> there that's, was that's what and, and though, you know, you kinda She's a rolling stone. She kind of rolls through life and she rolls in and out of people's lives. And it's it's just, an, it's a great tale. It was. And it was also like the coming of age to the, th- that is another theme of the book. Um, 
how she really was coming into her own and figuring her own life out. If you're into that sort of like type of book where the people are figuring their own shit out for themselves. Yeah. It's a really good one. So what did you rate the people we keep? I guess I'm stuck on four stars today. So cause I'm going to say four, I'll say four stars. Four? Four stars. Okay. I'm not going to beef with you, but I got, I gave this, actually, I gave this like five million stars. So <laughs> I, love I love this book so, so, so much. I've actually bought this book and given it to people before. I loved it so much. Yeah, I can see why. It is, it's an excellent, excellent book. Yeah, whenever I find an extra copy of it at the Goodwill or whatever, I, I literally do buy it and give it to people because I think it is an important one, uh, an important story to be heard. And you know what? I don't, this book does not get enough talk. I'm on all the book talk and all the, you know, bookstagram and all that kind of stuff. This does not get enough um press i don't think and i think people that's must have slept on this one yeah because i hadn't really heard of it either until you mentioned it so hopefully yeah, i mean we can give it you know a little more very yeah. little more press i mean shout out it was a book of the month selection i will say that so it's not like it got none but you know in all the even the book of the month groups that i'm into people be sleeping on this book and it is a damn shame also the representation in this was really good Yes. Now, the main character we should mention is straight, but yes. there are many, many queer side characters in this book. And for that, it gets four flags from me. Yes. And also, I will say this, the um, the queer characters save the fucking day, basically. Yeah. To, Not in, an afterthought. They are key to the plot. Yes, they are. Th that is what absolutely just I loved about this book because it wasn't like you know barrier gaze or mm -mm. they weren't like I mean yep. there was there was definitely some heartache oh yeah but, but I'm telling you it was how it all fucking came to end it was the it was like the gays saved the day babe the gays saved the day do yourself a favor go out and read this one <laughs> yeah this one is great and you know what after you get or maybe you should read the people you keep and then when you get all in your feels you can read <laughs> killing, killing me killing me after and then it'll give you like a little bit of a smile that's exactly what i did just exactly word for word well how about that look at me i'm practically right. psychic do you have any remembrance of the spice in this book one or two um i would say one i, one. I literally go with I, one. we both agree on one look at yeah. this a banner day everyone agrees <laughs> we all agree so do yourself a favor, friends. If you like reading books about road trips or you just want something, these are both, I would say, totally different and unique stories. Go out and read either Killing Me or The People We Keep and enjoy yourself. Yeah, maybe take a little, maybe it'll inspire you to get in the car. Take a little road trip. Do yourself a favor. Go see something new. Yes, definitely. And eat some snacks. And hopefully your car won't have any snakes in it. <laughs> <laughs> But until then, friends, we hope you're having a wonderful summer. All right. Take care out there. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Now. Bye.